Hello friends, women, gays, children. I suppose men, if you're listening as well, I mean, I have never met a man that is known to listen, but if you are listening, hello, and how are you doing? You're listening to your favorite cup of coffee here with Valley. This week was nuts. This month was nuts. Like, absolutely crazy. Southwest Airlines just made like $3,000 off of me because I had to buy my plane tickets from back home for the holidays, so... So that's fun, but all pending charges aside, I just want everyone to listen to me very carefully. This is not like last week. This is a fun podcast because Thanksgiving is the reason that I breathe. (laughs) Not the origin, clearly. If you don't know, let me learn you on some things. The Thanksgiving holiday is not what our conglomerates at Disney would have us think. What? What did you say? My name is Pocahontas. I'm John Smith. But it very obviously started from a very racist and disgusting time when folks wanted to take advantage of the hospitality of the true actual Americans that were here first, the Native Americans. So between you, me, and my sociology degree, I like to think of it as an excuse to dress up and not go anywhere in true tourist fashion and eat with your loved ones and be thankful about having the capacity to do so instead of like celebrating that racist shit. Yeah, okay. So this year, because it has been such an exhausting time, I'm thinking it's gonna be a Chinese food Thanksgiving with a lot of quiet and a lot of painting and it's gonna be gluttonous and amazing and I cannot wait. Two years ago, I made like the most amazing Thanksgiving post ever, which had a comprehensive list of all the things I was thankful for. And last year, life was shit, so I didn't do it. But this year, we are picking right back up where we left off because... See, now, like, we could be talking about the holidays in general, but my thing is, like, Christmas is a little bit more complicated for me because I feel like we've turned it into this really weird dystopian phenomenon. Like, like most of us aren't Christian, but all of us celebrate the holiday, but, like, also everyone hates this time, but, like, it's also this weird sense of cheer. Like, I, I don't even know. I don't even care, okay? It's time for my list. And my lists are very specific okay it's not like my mom or my barista because those frankly are two people that you should worship like those are people you should be thankful for okay like like obviously i'm thankful for my family and friends i love you all so i'm constantly in y'all's phone telling you that so whatever let's get into it number one ava duvernay and her critically acclaimed netflix series how they see us Right now, I'm in school for radio, TV, and film, and I was kind of floating around without purpose, and then this shit came out, and I remember the Central Park Five. I remember 
my parents talking about it to me years after the fact because we lived in New York at the time. So I can only imagine what a lasting impression that made on two immigrants that just got there. You know what I mean? Like, oh, this is how black people are treated? Bet, right. But if you haven't seen this, you need to because nobody else could have made this movie slash series, whatever the fuck it is, any more palatable, but more honestly palatable than Ava could have. Like, she reminded me why I fell in love with film and acting in the first place. Like, she took her pain as a black woman in America and turned it into not only a big bag of cash, but into something that's palatable for human consumption. Like, that's all I've ever wanted to do, people. That's my only God-given talent. And shout out to Jarell Jerome, who stole literally every single one of our hearts and souls with his Emmy award-winning portrayal of Corey Wise and the absolute tormentous bullshit that he went through. And the Emmy goes to Jarell Jerome. Everyone snag a partner and some kettle corn and put on your sociological hats, please, okay? And just take a watch because you need to. Number two, medically prescribed narcotics for pain and nausea. Because without those little bitty little pills when I was in the hospital last spring, I would have called a pastor to say a prayer and would have told a doctor to end my shit. I'm so serious. And I don't even feel like I need to say more, honestly. So moving on to number three. Number three, hair slash nail slash lash techs who understand and listen to you. To be honest, finding a trusted hairstylist and lash tech wasn't nearly as complicated as finding a trusted nail tech was. Like, I've had every fucked up acrylic set on the West Coast. I'm not playing. I have quite literally bought my nails and ripped them off in the parking lot in pure frustration. You do not know the drama that was happening on my fingertips until... I met my nail tech, Abby. She is my life, and I hope she's listening right now. I've only ever met two nail techs ever in the entire country that did nails exactly the way I wanted them to without any extra instruction, and neither one of them is in California, so I'm holding on really tight to her, and I'm not letting go. Number four, reality TV drama that offers me an outlet for my toxicity. <clears throat> I do not care how much you hear me preach about healing strategies and astrology and therapy and crystals and blah, 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 okay? Because I am toxic, okay? Like T-O-X-I-Q-U-E, toxic. Like I love drama. I eat it up, but I like heavily scripted drama and I like it when it's in a controlled setting when I know that after I turn the TV off, my world is in a hostile place. Okay, so there's nothing I find more comforting than reality TV reruns. I know exactly what type of cheating is about to ensue. I can count on a plethora of different makeup and nail ideas. And frankly, it's mindless and I don't have to think. All I have to do is sit there and react. So thank you, E! Network, VH1, and all of my streaming services. Because without you, I cannot be me. Number five, the effective removal of a plethora of negative forces in my life. A favorite throwback on the aforementioned Thanksgiving list on Instagram, which I will make sure continues to be a constant, because if there is one thing I have observed, it's that God, Buddha, my guides, the universe, my grandma, all them niggas, they all hate it when I'm around people I shouldn't be. So that shit never lasts long. Thank you, grandma. I know you hated all of my law school friends. We will be wiser in the future. Alrighty. Number six, astrology and Reiki healing and tarot. 
because without these, I literally don't know where I would be. And I have absolutely no desire to find out. The first thing I do whenever shit feels off after I've texted my parents is check the transits. I look up what Venus is in. I look up what the moon is in. I look up what planets are in retrograde because there's usually one. Like, I'm asking my cards. Like, I'm hitting YouTube to see what other astrologers have to say. Like, this is my new system and this is going to be on the list forever. So, number seven, any visual artist, actor, podcast host, or media mentor that contributed to my style. I didn't even anticipate that I would be established enough at this point to even have an artistic style. So I'm just really grateful to have the chance and the confidence now to start acting again and to make birth charts for people and to start writing actual scripts and to actually make an accessible podcast for my peers to listen to. It was a huge shift that happened this year and I couldn't be more glad. Number eight, every single listen, like, or view that I have ever gotten. It means the world, no matter how many I get. Number nine, plants. Any place and any space can be dramatically improved by removing a fake bitch and replacing her with a plant or seven. And that took me way too long to figure out that we need plants to like live, seriously. When I was 21, I was friends with this 24 year old and he constantly recycled glass and he was obsessed with plants. Like all I remember of him is his cute ass dog and his obsession with recycling glass and plants. Like to the point where every plant had a designated pot and I always respected it, but I really never understood it. And now I'm 24 with all types of recycled glass and plants and pots in my apartment. So I guess everything comes full circle. And last on the list is number 10, my close loved one, Olivia. She is in Washington. She does not live in San Diego, so she is not near me, but she more or less is the one that told me to stop being a little bitch and put my podcast from whatever little platform it was on to Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. So I really do love you, Sagittarius's. Shout out Nicki Minaj. Sagittarius, so you know I'm an optimist. And y'all really do get so absurdly strong during y'all season. So if you have a developed and trusted Sagittarius placement around you, go ahead and take whatever risk it is that they're asking you to take because they're probably right. Liv, I cannot thank you enough. So that's my list. I'm not gonna lie. It's been a crazy last three months. Honestly, it's been a crazy last three years. And as painful as things might have gotten at some points, I found peace with the pain by falling in love with what my current reality looked like. And honestly, if I'm looking for reasons to be grateful, I don't have to look far. I never have had to. And if anything in my past was to have changed, then things today wouldn't be where they are. I might not even be here talking to you guys. So thanks for listening, friends. Love and light. Until next time. <laughs>